0: told him i was competent with it his black eyes bore into my face and i remembered what his daughter had told me about trying to fool him we have a fam trip set for a very promising new destination he said ivan slattery had a rough fast voice almost a growl my last available agent has contracted some mystery ailment again i can't do the fam trip myself It's going to have to be you, Houston. It's Austin, sir. What is a fam trip? A familiarization trip. It's them trying to impress us. If they do, we'll sell the destination. If they don't, we won't. Either way, you take the trip, see the sights, hear the pitch. They'll take good care of you, believe me. Be as demanding as you want. Act impressed, but not overly. Your job is to document it all for me, and I mean thoroughly, and report back. Simple. He leaned back, folded his hands over his stomach, and smiled cagily. I have a good feeling about this place. In fact, I've already instilled early interest in some of our more adventurous clients. That's how my business works. I'm always two steps ahead of the game. Great. What's it called? Playa, Amazonia. Very cool. What country is it in? Ivan tapped something on his tablet, then raised a thick finger and stabbed one more key. You figure it out. I just sent you all the information. You leave LAX tomorrow at 6 a.m. Don't forget the passport and pack according to the instructions. Get a good night's sleep, Houston. I'm counting on you. Ivy rode down in the elevator with me. It was just us. She held the tablet to her chest and smiled at me, not only as if I'd accomplished something important, but as if she'd known I would. I looked up at her. She had a slender face, eager blue eyes, and her hair was honey blonde. I'm very happy for you, she said, and very proud. She hooked a falling wave of hair behind her ear, then offered that hand for me to shake. It was cool and small-boned and thrilling. My heart swelled with the spirit of adventure. I arrived at the Playa Amazonia airstrip late the next night. A driver in a white van met me off the plane at the end of this, my third, flight. There had been a rerouting and long delays. My phone had failed hours earlier, and the van driver spoke no English, so I knew neither the local time nor my specific location. I looked at the sky, but the night was starless. The airstrip lights were smothered in mist, and the air was warm and humid and smelled of ocean. Tired, I loaded my heavy suitcase into the van while the driver sat smoking sullenly. Despite my fatigue, and with reluctance to admit it, since I myself have never been regarded as easy on the eyes, I couldn't help but notice that the man was unapologetically ugly. The last leg of the journey was a long ride on a white sand road, so narrow that we would have had to pull over to let an oncoming vehicle pass. This did not happen. The headlights skittered across the dense greenery, but everything else was dark. I woke in my room at the Playa Amazonia Hotel at 938 in the morning. The room was bright and clean, ground floor with white walls and a salmon colored tile floor and dark wood window frames and shutters. A small lizard stuck to the ceiling, cocked his head and looked down at me. There was a vase of daisies on the table by the window and small native paintings of huts and beaches and jungle birds. Standing in a tall woven basket near the door were two umbrellas made of what looked to be local materials, handles of cane and canopies of thick braided palm fronds. I opened and closed one of them. Smooth and well built. I took pictures with the camera mom and dad had given me. I was happy to see the room service menu printed in both English and a language I didn't recognize, though the prices were high. Still dazed by some twenty-plus hours of travel and only a few hours sleep, I did remember that my appointment with Mr. Trolls was at two in the afternoon. in the-